Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And this is Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curb Queen. That's right. It's DJ Damage. Let's get the show started. Okay, mm-hmm. listen. The fuckery is almost feeling back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how are you, Melissa? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, well, good is great. Yeah, good is great. God is great. And so you're the curve queen, mm. but you ain't curving no more because you kind of tied down. You just revealed that you're kind of dating. Cuff queen. Mm. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for you to be so tight-lipped and now just be out here talking about your whole relationship. No, I mean, oh, God. Um, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm really not dating anybody else. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, I'm really not. And Damage, you're over here living the single life. No, no, Damage, oh, sorry. Damage has one girl. He only has one girl. I'm, I'm kind of like you. Like, it's not all the way official. Just, you know, you just got one. Yeah. I mean, it's sexy. You know, that's the thing to do now. That's what's on trend. What is the thing to do? Is to be booed up and get money together. Mm. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of booed up, that's actually one of my favorite games on Wild and Out. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a game. Have, have, have your king or your queen on your side, and nobody has a specific gender role. You get money together, get that's the it. bag together. And, mm. and that's, you know, what I talk about a lot with, um, with mine is, is. Mine, as in yours? Ownership. Wow. I heard it. We just we talk about um, business opportunities. That's what we talk about. Like m- making money turns us on. Mm. And so you damage. You, do, are you with somebody that you could actually get money with? Yeah, you know, if you're not having those conversations, what are we talking about? Where you can be with your significant other and talk about building something bigger than just fucking. Mm-hmm. Well, me and mine are actually talking on a collect calls because he's in prison. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm in this. I'm having this whole dilemma. I'm talking to somebody who's in prison, but I guess I'm at a point now in my life where I probably shouldn't be talking to somebody in prison. Is it the one that I know? Yes. <laughs> you, the, with you the guys... red, no, with the red hair. No, uh, not Latour. Latour's out. Yeah, I was like, oh. no, no, Wait, no. You got a guy in prison with red hair? You've met, you've met them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's a friend of mine from back in the day. But anyway, we've we've rekindled this flame. The flame is not all the way lit because he's behind bars. But my question is, is it wrong at a, at, at my age, mm. is it wrong to be dating somebody who happens to be incarcerated for something that he's guilty of, but still? I would have to... I think the automatic next question is, can you say why he's in there? Nah. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not an immoral crime. Okay. So it's not like something where like... So you didn't I, murder anybody? No. Um, no, it w- no rape, no okay. sexual crimes. Okay. Uh, he might have took some shit he wasn't supposed to. Was it an mm. armed robbery? Listen. Okay. All right. Uh. <laughs> but I mean like, you know, I there feel like... that morality thing. No. <laughs> I mean, maybe he just took some shit, uh. strong arm here and there. But, you know, but no, nah, I mean, uh, am I at a point where... I'm at a point where I want to date. But I'm just not, I'm still not getting the quality, not, wait, let me back up. I'm not going to say not the quality because he's a good person. Mm-hmm. But I haven't found anybody that, or nobody's found me that is of what people may expect me to be dating. You usually, you have no problem dating uh, motherfuckers in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like Look you, at you like to lift them up. It, it's, you like to pull them out. But, he does. But, he lo- He's like the ASPCA. Just no, fucking save not, a straight. Not anymore because just like <laughs> you guys, but just like you all are talking, you have <laughs> to, you, you want to partner with somebody who you can hustle with. Yeah, you do. But that person needs to be equally yoked is what you're saying. Uh, well, I mean, they at least have to be imaginative. 
You know what I'm saying? We all have it. He's imagining getting out. No, I'm talking about imaginative in the way that you're imaginative, in the way that you're creative, in the way that you have that go-getter kind of attitude and it be legal. Um, yeah, That's a big part. That's a huge part of it. You know, I so. told somebody today, bitch, I'm Picasso. <laughs> they fell out. <laughs> you got to have somebody who, you know, if he's going to get out and he's about to be a convicted felon yeah but titles shouldn't matter that's we have gonna, to, we that's have gonna to, be a problem we have to stop confining ourselves to labels okay <laughs> although i'm not in prison i am trapped in my mind and with certain thoughts that mm-hmm. i want to get rid of like get fit or die trying i hate that is one of the shows that i absolutely hate because unlike you i have not fallen in love with fitness yet really no i was on the stair climber today and i was not in love really I was not in love with that movement I hated every single second of it. Damn. Hated it. I hate. I hated the sweat. I hated it. <laughs> I did it because I want my ass up on my shoulders. Hello. Hey. <laughs> well, what about you? You like working out? Yeah, I like working out. I mean, nobody likes every workout. That's why I don't have a trainer because they make you do the shit that's not fun. Mm. I just do all the fun stuff. No, yeah. me and my trainer had the whole Oprah conversation. Uh, what was that? I know your. Knows a complete so sentence. so he still pushes me i mean he still motivates me but like you know yesterday he wanted me to do seated squats you You don't like that it's easy well yeah but it just didn't flow with the workout that i had in mind it might help me brain injury what is a seated squat you know what a seated squat no you do the squat but it's like you have a foundation oh you have a a seat oh okay no but like you're sitting down with like a bar up here with weights and you're standing up and then sitting back down and standing back up it's just not that i it's not that i didn't want to do it it just didn't flow with the workout the way i thought it should it didn't feel (laughs) it didn't feel good (laughs) no it just didn't flow like then then he had me do bands i'm like you know, I'm tired of niggas trying to tie me down. So these bands <laughs> are a problem. So now I did the band workout, but I actually got through the workout. But yeah, I just, I want, everybody keeps saying, if you keep going, you'll fall in love with it. And I just have not fallen in love with it. It's yet. the you results. Ha- well, so you have to figure out what you do love. Like one thing, I hate jumping rope. I love jumping rope. Oh, See, look, wait, there you love there something. You I love jumping rope unless he knows telling me to jump rope. Then don't let Hino that motherfucker do it. leaves the clock on and it'd be like, where's the bell? Well, yeah, that's the point is you're supposed <laughs> to do three minute drills. Yeah, well, I did three minute drills and after two, three minutes, I was done. Yeah, well, I met somebody recently. Um, there's this YouTube channel called the Jump Rope Guys or something like that. And apparently it's like freaking huge. OK, these guys jump rope and have celebrities there jumping rope. And they ask you questions while you're jumping rope, but then you keep switching out the ropes and they get heavier and heavier. Oh, the heaviest rope is a three pound rope that you're jumping rope Can with. I tell you, I three pounds. No, I, I say no. all this to say that one of the guys ended up losing 70 pounds just jumping rope. Really? So that might be your thing is jump rope. Like hey. I, I love um, deadlifts. Love what, them. What is really? And most guys would probably like yes. to watch me do deadlifts. What's the deadlift? That's where we have to bend over? Yes. Yeah, they go and it's, it's like the hamstring glute exercise. But I physically just really like to do those exercises. You know how many guys I'm attracted to that, that, that I'm attracted to that I like want to sleep with you? It's so annoying. Well, they always bring you trust up. Trust me, we have the same problem. What do you mean? That there's been guys that I'm like, oh, hottie, and they don't bat for my team. And I'm like, send them my way. Actually, no, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> Look at y'all too. No, but I will say, um, nah, I ain't going to tell that. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to live a better life. Because I feel like I've also done a lot of damage to my image mm-hmm. <laughs> with this show. <laughs> I called somebody yesterday. 
Okay, side note for mm-hmm. the audience that's trying to follow this. Yes, I'm talking to a nigga in prison, but since he's locked up, I'm talking to other people. <laughs> All right, so I was talking to this other guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I sent him a screenshot of my iPad where he's now the face of my iPad. He's mm-hmm. the back the, the backdrop image. Mm-hmm. So I screenshot and I texted to him. I said, hey, look, you're my screensaver on my iPad. He said, it's so crazy. I'm, and so I called him. He says, it's so crazy. I'm listening to your show right now, and I'm listening to you talk about this other guy you were just hanging with. Wow. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> But I'm bummed. Shit. So wait, you feel like the people you talk to wouldn't listen to the show? No, well, I mean, honestly, we do this show and yeah, we get all these views, but I don't really think about people really listening to this shit. Mm. You know, but apparently they're listening to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah. anyway, so uh, so anyway, we're all in bliss here. Everybody's in different stages. You're dating one person that you're happy with. You're dating somebody that you're getting money with. And I'm dating somebody who's still a convicted felon behind the bars. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, everybody needs love. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. I'm sure he is. You've met him. Yeah. You don't, you don't remember him. Um, you know, my memory issues no, are kind of... Don't do that. You just because I bring so many guys around. <laughs> that too. No, but remember Vegas when we were having dinner in that little Asian restaurant? And he oh. walked in. Yes. Oh. Do you remember? You liked him. Not R. Who was R? Okay, no. Um, Not no R. Kelly. <laughs> Ain't no nigga pissing on Robert. I know who you're. Okay, I know who you're talking about. He was cute. Yeah, he was cute. He was a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah, he was really cute. And he's in prison. Oh, nice oh. people go to prison. And then here's R. Kelly. So look, you missed the whole R. Kelly scandal. <laughs> you missed I it did. All. So there's nothing new with R. Kelly other than his bank account got thirteen dollars in there. Thirteen is it thirteen cents? Thirteen dollars overdrawn. <laughs> the bank's <laughs> telling him no. <laughs> <laughs> What have you thought about this R. Kelly thing? Because you know that the industry's known for years that R. Kelly's been like dibbling, dabbling with it. So let me just make something really clear that I saw in, that I saw repeated in social media in the comments and stuff like that. Because I have had nothing to do except just (laughs) pour through comments and threads of comments. And one thing that irritated me was. When somebody, you know, like, I don't know, uh, somebody would make like a, a, a proclamation, like, uh, for, forgive me if I'm making this up, like Angie Martinez, I'm just using her as an example. She might not have said anything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But somebody is just like, you know, they watched the documentary. They were like shocked and like it was appalling and da da da. And then the comment that kept coming up was, um, you all in this industry knew what he was up to and you did nothing. You've known since the days of Aaliyah, blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you what what was really going on at that time. This is when I first, no, 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 shit. I was in high school at the time when the whole Aaliyah R. Kelly thing Mm -hmm. happened. When it was, when the rumor happened, this is pre-social media, like decades before social media. So we got our news by way of like, Kurt Loder from MTV or Word Up Magazine or Word Up Magazine yeah. or Vibe yeah, or yeah. Source or whatever printed, and these, printed. these printed media which you all don't or really know or the news which you all don't really know, know anything about um, and so when the rumor was that R. Kelly had married Aaliyah there was a rumor also the uh, the the falsified birth certificate that she mm. that they that he had apparently created that mm-hmm. said she was 18 that also kind of came out and so it had every one of us wondering who were far away from the situation and looking at it from the outside looking in like she's 18 i thought she was 15 and it had us all 
it did what he intended it, for we, it to we, do. We, we thought that she was young, but we thought that she was legal. We th- no, what we thought was she must be 18 and 15 is the industry age yeah. because every chick that comes into the industry is aged well, down. See, I, I wasn't in the industry then, so I didn't really know that all those details, but I did think it, she was 18 because when I met her, I yeah. said, were you really, eight? are you really, eight? you know, I thought she was 18. Yeah. yeah. It created the confusion that he wanted it to create. So people were like, Oh, okay. Well, the birth certificate saying that she's 18. Yeah, but then, niggas at ice cream stores were selling videos of her getting him pissing on the little kid. No, th- no, that's after. Okay, that okay. was that was after because remember he after. married her in like the 90s, mm. you know, and so he did he he accomplished his goal in confusing everybody and and having us believe, oh, okay, so her industry age must be 15 and she really actually is 18 years old. Therefore, that technically makes it legal. She's 18. But what do you 20- make of all this craziness? I mean. <sighs> Him and Gail. That 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 Gail is on the cover of Time magazine. Prefer probably because of that damn interview. I've <laughs> interviewed the man before, and it was. Did he piss you off? No, he did. No, get it. Did he, did he give you, you a vibe? He did the. He did. Almost. Did you miss the goddamn joke? Did he piss you off? No, get it? I, you? I know. I know. I, <laughs> I listen, know because we shouldn't be miss. making jokes. No, right? no, no. They they were like, okay, so Melissa, you can't go anywhere near a conversation about like court. Don't even say the word trial. Nothing. And so then I asked the question. So you know, in this industry, we go through a lot of trials and tribulations. They were all like at the window, and I was just like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I just wanted to do that on purpose. But then we all ended up going out to dinner. Me, him, his security, my producers, and stuff like that. And we're at this. He didn't try to hit on you. He started crying on me. <laughs> Whoa. So started, that was another form of uh, you getting wet. No. Yeah. Well, what? you know. But here's the crazy part: is somebody said that in the documentary how that was a kind of just one of his tactics, you know, to make it seem like he was vulnerable and you needed to be there for him. And everyone's just like blaming the girls and whatever else. I'm like, you do, you do know that these girls are young and impressionable and, you know, like this is an older man. He is seducing them. There's a thing that's involved in predatory behavior where it's a whole seduction process. So to put the onus on Wait, the let's girls. let's talk about that because somebody said to me one day, because, you know, I, I, I feel like I have a seduction process, but I don't think it's predatorial. Well, that's the difference. Well, like, if I, but if, so if I see a straight guy and I do whatever it takes to get him, is mm-hmm. that predatorial? Mm-hmm. Is it? I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily call that predatory, especially if it's two consenting adults. That's right. the problem okay. here. But is did the like, other one consent yet? Well, yeah, they all consent. I mean, they consent eventually. And let's talk about the age of consent. You know, whether... Well, that, I've learned a lot with R. Kelly. There's, there's, exactly. Around this country, there's some states at 16. Yeah. Exactly. Whether, it's whether it's 16 years old or 17 years old or 18 years old, Think about what you were thinking about at the age of 16 and 17 and 18. Under the law, you're considered a man or a woman. But are you really? I mean, at 17, I mean, there's some 18, 17 year olds that are living grown lives. I mean, I don't know. I grew up. Probably forced to do so because of their circumstances. I grew up, I grew up like forced to be grown. Like seven years old, I had a key to my apartment. I was grown. I was literally being able to get up in the morning, you know, I was in the second grade, walk myself to the bus, lock mm-hmm. the door, all that. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not saying that that makes it okay for these predators, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but I wonder, like, 
you know, with this whole R. Kelly thing, I'm I'm waiting. I just we just wrote a, a story recently on Hollywood Unlocked where we were saying that now authorities are looking at all the people that were complicit. Yeah. Like, because there had to be a whole operation of what was going down. But it's just interesting to see, like, you know, what your thoughts are since you haven't been here to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, they I mean, I watched the entire documentary and it was, you know, in terms of chronological order, in, in, in terms of just telling a, a compelling story you know um dream hampton is that is that yeah, was that yeah. the exact mm-hmm. i'm sorry she did a phenomenal job she told a compelling story and there really wasn't a lot there really was no holes you know what i'm saying it just it was it showed a consistency of predatory behavior the older that this guy has gotten the age he prefers has not changed. Yeah. So his brother threw him under the bus too. Yeah, preference, <laughs> yeah. man. You know, some people like older girls. He, he liked like younger girls. girls. I was just <laughs> Why like, he in jail. I was listen. like, younger girls. What's the problem? Did listen. anybody else think that he smoked his teeth in jail? I don't know. Listen, like, that segues perfectly into yeah. what I want to ask. So, if you weren't in the public eye, would you live your life differently if nobody would ever judge you for anything you did? I'd be a stripper dating d- drug dealers. <laughs> What? Okay, no. I'm uh, sorry. I don't, and I don't mean any offense to any well, listen, to strippers. If I wasn't in the public eye, and if I wasn't in the public eye, I would, um, <laughs> I would be TSA. You'd be TSA. Word? Yeah. Why? I'd be pat motherfuckers down. For <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, I wouldn't be TSA. If I had to be anything outside the public eye, I would go back to the service. I'd be. I'd work for a union. I like. Yeah. I enjoyed that work. Yeah. I would probably be in law enforcement. Really? Yeah, but um, FBI law enforcement. Why? Well, because that's what I went to school for. I wanted to. I wanted before it was. You know, there was TV shows on all this crap about profiling. Before it was a thing. Uh-huh. I was obsessed with forensic psychology. I was John Douglas, who's the pioneer. But do you think women it. should be in law enforcement when half of them came and like figure out what their man is up to? What? They figured it out. <laughs> so they no, figured this it is out. Why I said, I've been figured out. But this is why I said is because I need see <laughs> with you being absent from the show. No, but there was no impulse control here. There was like there's no, no there, checks there and wasn't balances. a check and balance. No. So Melissa's face right now just captured what every female said. This bitch better not open up his motherfucking mouth. No, I have a sister who is an uh, investigator for the DA's office and mm-hmm. another one's a probation officer. Yeah. So I was, that was a joke. No, women, we know, <laughs> even guy. when we don't want to know, we know. It's just, you know, whether or not we want to act on it. And But women, I know, I know a chick who literally will put spyware if she gets a hold of your computer and oh, she will no. know every keystroke <laughs> you make. But would you live your life differently? Like if, if people didn't have a magnifying glass over what we were doing or we weren't on YouTube or social media but we, or we weren't public figures, would you live your life differently? Like I think about the way I live my life, and I and and it's so interesting because sometimes I think my reality doesn't translate well to the public. And sometimes I get like a lot of uh, blowback for different things, whatever. But I really feel like I'm living my life the way I want. Yeah, I do what I want. I say what I want. I think what I want. I put out what I think is hot and what ain't. Uh, and everything I do, whether it's a ratchet shit on loving hip hop or funny shit on wilding out, everything I'm doing, I'm I'm doing what I want to do. Like mm-hmm. I really. Feel like I'm. I wake up every day and I'm privileged to like. You feel free. I feel completely That's free. That's good. Like I saw Frank Ocean at. at uh, I was. I was leaving. Mark Jacobs' wedding. Frank Ocean was walking in, mm-hmm. and I've had a crush on Frank Ocean. He is booed up. Is he? Three years. No way. He's a total Scorpio. He is 
private. Wait, what do you mean he's he's booed up? He was it some, as in like they together together. Yeah, like three years. They got titles. Yeah, they got titles. Really? Yeah. Oh well, shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, what that mean? It means he's, <laughs> I think he really Wait, likes. I them. was in the wedding spirit. I was feeling <laughs> festive, so I saw Frank walk in, and I almost went back, but B Simone talked me out of it. But you know, uh, I don't. One thing I, I love about Frank was when he had came out musically and sexually mm-hmm. i felt like there's such such a level of freedom mm-hmm. in being able to live in your own skin we live in a city that's so make-believe if people really mm-hmm. knew how a lot of these people live they'd be like what the fuck yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of men y'all are singing to ladies who are sucking dick mm. but besides Ooh. that it's not even just that it's just the fact that <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fact that we can i don't know i love i love the sense of freedom that i feel right now <laughs> <laughs> I think th- I, I'm pretty sure that I would be living my su- my life exactly the same way because, you know, I put up a post not too long ago about, you know, what the women who inspired me to be who I've become, you know, like I was watching an episode of The Cosby Show when I was like eight years old and it was Nancy Wilson. She was playing um, Claire Huxtable's uh, mother-in-law or something like that. Mm. N- uh, no, no, no. Um, she was Denise's husband's mother. Exactly. And so... Nancy Wilson, I mean, she was such a great. May she rest in peace. I mean, I know, I, I, my heart broke when she died. She was just such a graceful, beautiful woman. And then Felicia Rashad, I'm all Ooh. hail. Oh, you I know. thought she was going to say rest in peace to her too. No, 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 of Damn. course not. And then, you know, Lena Horne. And I had all of these examples of women that, you know, they were just like their strength and just their, they were just so formidable. I was like, that is what I want to embody. Mm-hmm. And I decided that at the age of eight. So I've lived my life, you know, thinking, you know, having women like that inside of my head, you know, as my moral compass and, you know, my my, my guiding light, you know, as it relates to my value system. So I, I think I'd pretty much, I'd be the same person, same person if I, you know, I'd just be like, you know, tracking down serial killers and shit. Mm. If, you can still do that. I, you know, yeah, Listen, you might be doing it. serial killers, my nigga got 72 more days. Okay. <laughs> he's a serial killer. Like, what's Yo, that? he's locked up. All right. All right, y'all, it's time for another Hollywood hookup. Now, if you're trying to get into your uh, entrepreneurship grind like myself, I just uh, started my second LLC. I have my nonprofit. One thing you need help with is the post office. You sure do. So get this. No one really has time to go to the post office. You may be busy. There's crazy traffic. You're trying to lug things from here to here. Mm -hmm. You may forget some cash. I don't know, but I have a solution for you, and it's Stamps.com. Stamps.com? No way. Yeah. Stamps.com is one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. You can uh, use Stamps.com to eliminate trips to the post office and save money. Most importantly, you save money. I like the saving money part. That's my favorite part That's of my this. Favorite part too. Okay. So get this, stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the US Post Office right to your computer. So you got a computer right there? Yes, and I'm ordering stamps right now. Hello. Rather you're uh sending a small invoice, you're an online seller sending out and shipping out products. Also, even if you're a warehouse sending out thousands and thousands of packages a day, stamps.com is for you. I'm going to take advantage of this deal. Mm. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, and it saves you time and money. That's the most important part. It's no wonder why over 700,000 small businesses are already using Stamps.com. Stamps.com, that's your Hollywood hookup. 
Okay, so right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. I wonder what else we can use that scale for. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in unlocked. That's stamps.com, enter unlocked. Speaking of uh, social media, a new study shows that the average American spends about five years of their life wasting time on social media. I'm not really sure if wasting time is, you know. Wasting it. Okay. Well, what app do you hate but you always find yourself using? Tinder. You're lying. You're not on Tinder, yo. I'm on Tinder, but let me tell you something. I'm not active on Tinder. Like, I gave I up that narcotic. No, I mean, it, I, I, I literally, I, I have one photo on there and a really weak bio and the wrong age. So that way everybody thinks just it's in not case. real. Uh-huh. And just in case. But wait, so, how did you get the wrong age? Isn't it connected to your Facebook? Nope. I connected it another way and I put the age <laughs> I wanted on bullshit. there. He's always So both just... of y'all was on Tinder? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that was the whole part when she first came on the show. She was on Tinder. Yeah, when we Lunell first. Yeah, when it. we first started the show, our second episode was with Lunell, and she was like, "I need you to get off Tinder right now." And I was like, "All right." It yeah. didn't do anything for I me. I mean, honestly, I just use Tinder as like a pastime. Like, I I just swipe left. There's a lot, and then I just realized there's a lot of ugly motherfuckers out there anyway. Tinder but was Tinder, the worst. Tinder's been interesting. Depends on if you travel a lot. Tinder's great. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I never used it in other Tinder cities. Tinder is amazing in the Dominican Republic. Now I ain't gonna lie. That's, that's <laughs> one. Thing. I use that motherfucker. I'm scared to make a Tinder profile, so it's it's blowing me away that both of y'all had one. Because people know, are screenshotting and sending to you like, yo, this you, why are you on Tinder? No, I, I had the barbs find my uh, my fucking account one time. This motherfucker <laughs> threatened me so, but he swiped left. So I, I connected with his cute ass and then he threatened me. <laughs> oh <laughs> but my you know, God. you know, when, it, when I was in Jamaica Republic, it's so funny. So there's this one guy, swipe mm-hmm. left, he swiped left. He only Wait, swipe right. Swipe right is when oh, you're, sorry. Yeah, you're swiping I swiped right. right. He swiped right. Yes, we and connected. It's a match. We were in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. I happened to be going out that night. Mm-hmm. Me and my friend, I got a table with a bunch of bottles. Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. money goes a long way in Dominican Republic. Yes. So he showed up probably thinking this motherfucker's rich because mm-hmm. I just had like four bottles and hookah and security. <laughs> he was thinking he was getting a green card. First of all, <laughs> I met somebody that I thought fell in love with me in the DR and that motherfucker keep asking me to fly him to Spain for a better quality of life and a green card. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna do I thought you liked to dig him out the mud. Yeah, that could go in a whole nother way. What you just said, (laughs) dig them out the mud. (laughs) All right, no, but anyway, um, we we went to the we went to the yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The app goes a long way when you travel. Mm, I have I I really got off of it when Lunell told me to. It just was doing nothing for me. I found that guys on Tinder, they just were. treated women's profiles like collector's items like they wouldn't actually say anything and there was no attempt to actually so you were upset you didn't get any interaction well no i mean every time i swiped right on somebody they'd swiped right on me but then the conversation just went and then no attempt to get together i was like you know what never mind i would think it was a fake profile i seen you on tinder that happened a lot that did happen a lot. Hey. No, that happened a lot. Some guy said to me, yeah, right, this is Melissa Ford. I was like, I exactly. guess you'll never know. Well. And I unmatched. <laughs> I don't even really deal with that anymore. What about you? What app do you hate? Instagram. Instagram going to be the death of me. The comments I get, the DMs, it's the a- naked pictures, all of it. Really? Yeah, I get a lot of a lot of nudes. Really? Really? So do women like sending We're gonna nudes? We're going to have to see a, some that- of those nudes. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen. I had a friend of mine send me a <laughs> I had, check some of them. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna tell you another app that I love right now. Hmm. Snapchat. Snapchat is my that is where I am. You wanna talk about thought all my thought activity. <laughs> if a nigga post some shit on Instagram and put me on blast, say he sent on Snapchat. 95% true. But why Snapchat? That's where it go down. Like, because why? That's where it well, goes down. Well, let's be very clear with everybody. Stop with this whole notion that Snapchat, your shit will delete in 24 hours. Because now it can delete longer. Number two, now they could save it in the chat. And number three, oh, with man. iPhones, you can record the screen. My friend sent me a video yesterday of some girl giving him head in the car. And this is one of my straight homeboys, which, by the way, was shocked me out the blue. Hopefully he's not listening to the show. But he sent it to me, and I was like, wow. Amazing. <laughs> People are sucking dick on fucking Snapchat? Sucking you don't dick. be on Su- Snapchat? Sucking dick in the car during broad daylight. No, this is, I go to Snapchat Look. just to record like a cute yeah, video okay. with the fucking that, stars that above my head. I save and put that on my Instagram, well, and not, that's all I use it for. The I'm new, like, I'll, then I'll send it to you know whoever's following me. I'm like, but is anybody on Snapchat? Yes. Hello, is anybody here? That's what it feels like on Snapchat. The nude comes in my DMs on Instagram, and then the second question is always, "You got Snapchat?" I it's thought, like, oh, she's trying to get nasty. No, but I thought when Kylie said something, Kylie Jenner said something about Snapchat. Like, is is anybody really even using this shit anymore? Not, was it Kylie or Rihanna? It was one of them. It was both one of them had attacked Snapchat. Yeah. I mean, Snapchat, both. nobody's using it like they used to. People, yeah. A lot of people do use it for what you just said. Yeah. Record a really good video because they have amazing filters. They have great filters. But all the thoughty shit in my life is going down what? on Snapchat. I'm... By the way, my Snapchat is right here. <laughs> they got Snapchat premium too i don't know if y'all seen that what is that oh yeah where people are doing nude stuff what they getting it in it's basically like porn but this one you do know about uh my only fans only fans pages mm-hmm. yes i've you, seen you know about those i've seen uh, i'm surprised rosa costa had an only fans page she is a hustler she has everything she, uh, she dominican she is a, oh <laughs> my favorite thing is when she acts like a poor dominican girl <laughs> i don't have it no yeah. i need poppy and, and, then, she, I, and then on and then on instagram meanwhile, she's redoing she's, her whole house exactly driving <laughs> a porsche it, oh my god multi-car garage oh yeah so she is my so like only it. fans pages would you date somebody who has an only fans page no why Fuck no what if aaron is just showing off like memorabilia no. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let me tell you, so do you want to know why I like him so much? Because he fucking has no desire to be on social media. That's my type of man. I like guys who do not indulge in social media. It's not, it, I just, we, it can't be both of us. I would date, I would date somebody who, okay, let me say this. Mm. I gotta tell y'all a story. <laughs> oh God, here we go. So I'm in New York. Mm-hmm. This is so fucking random. I don't even know what I'm telling on myself. It's just catching up. So I'm in New York, and there's this one stripper in New York mm-hmm. that everybody in New York who is my friend knows I'm in love with. No matter where this person strips, I will go to that strip club just to, you know, throw some money at him, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I go to the strip club. I get to the strip club, and and I'm waiting. There's all it's and it's all Dominican mm-hmm. for the most. Like it's all the dancers are Dominican. Is it the one in Midtown we were at? This is a whole nother okay. one you got to come with me to. Okay. This this one is actually off. For those of you that are in New York or traveling to New York, I'll tell you the name of this place is called Monster. Ah. Uh, so. How apropos. Oh God, I can't believe I'm telling this <laughs> So I call my ex and I'm like, Calvin, I'm like, yo, come with me to the strip club. He's like, ah, I got to work tomorrow. I'm like, fuck all that. We're going to go to the strip club. So we mm-hmm. go to the strip club. So when we get in the strip club. The, the stripper walks in and 
everybody the most he's the most beautiful stripper in this i place. need to see a picture no i'm telling you right now i'm gonna show you this picture okay. but i'm telling you it's the most beautiful motherfucker i'll in let there. you know so all the strippers are in there trying to you know get my attention or whatever trying to get me to give them money or whatever i'm like nah nigga i'm not paying your fucking i'm not paying your visa i ain't paying your fucking visa i'm, I'm done this motherfucker walks in comes up to me and he hugs me and you know we're having our little moment i'm like yeah it's my husband's my husband so this other motherfucking Dominicans behind him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, this motherfucker's fine. He said, this is my brother. This is my brother. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. I go, man, I might have to cheat on you with your brother. The brother looks at me and says, no cheat, two for one. What? I said, this is not real life. This cannot be happening. <laughs> this cannot be real life. So I take the brother who I have an established relationship with back in the back room because that's where you have your private dance or uh-huh. whatever uh-huh. they say it goes down in dm it go down in that back room so we back there mind you there's a black girl manning the backstage mm-hmm. area so she knows this who i am so in reverse of a of a girl's strip club how so well the girl's manning the private room whereas obviously it would be like a big burly guy in like a strip club with chicks it's a black girl and it's a white man the white man is the doorkeeper assigning you the rooms Uh the girl is just like standing there so as i walk up she's like she clearly knows who i am right Mm -hmm. so i'm like what's up with you you know it's my husband blah blah so she's like "Uh uh-huh yeah right no she's living for it and he's Uh laughing so we go in the back i come out i see the brother i'm like hey come in the back so I take the brother back. So when we get to the back, the guy goes, the guy whispers in his ear like he was just with your brother. I go, wait a minute. This is a family fucking affair. <laughs> we are, we are on the same page. Don't worry about what the fuck we doing. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Your life, dude. So I hit the stripper that I like on WhatsApp. I'm like, hey, come hang out with me today. He's mm-hmm. like, I can't. It's my birthday. I have plans, but my brother's available. So hey, what you do? I hung out with the brother. I took that motherfucker straight to Pergola. We went straight to Pergola. Oh, I miss Pergola. And... Oh, I went to Pergola six times the last time I was in New York. I am not surprised. But we were in Pergola. Explain to people what Pergola looks like, like the environment, the ambiance. Okay, Help so me out. Pergola is um, is a really, really, really upscale hookah lounge, um, mm. but it's also a, a Middle Eastern restaurant. It's owned bar. In bar, it's owned by um, the they're Egyptian, mm-hmm. um, and they're all they're all super cool. Uh, I used to lightweight date one of the owners. Nah, hey Zizo. Oh, I got Zizo's number. That's my homeboy now. Mm, yeah, <laughs> he he's a sweetheart. Um, but Pergola is like when you walk in, there's like an upper level, but it's like it just kind of looks like. I don't know, like a Garden of Eden but it's kind like of vibe. Super vibey and like the music is amazing. And you can't in the vibe. People are dancing. Yeah, but you can't get in unless like you know people or yeah. It's like one of those. Oh, I things. think I've been denied yeah. at this place before. Really? Yeah. yeah as, as you're describing it, I'm like, is it kind of small? Is it in the middle of the street? Well, it's not small at all. It is kind of in the middle of the street, but it's not small at all. Yeah. And it's actually there's two stories. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's really. I had shorts on. Oh, that's oh, why yeah, you didn't nah, get in. you didn't get in. I was just looking, you know, you're just no. looking for a hookah spot. Uh, nah, nah. Like, 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 nah. nah. No, people get dressed up yeah. to go yeah, there. Yeah, I've seen that. It's like, really, the food is amazing. Every, the music the is, is amazing. Yeah. The people are beautiful. So, it's just so, dope. So let's take all of that in, and now I got this beautiful as Dominican with yeah. a body. Yeah. You know, I'm not really the whole friendly, friendly type, like overly, like, uh, affectionate. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not that guy. This motherfucker was next to me hands on each other's legs t- and I mean I ain't gonna lie I said fuck it was like a nigga sitting right here and a nigga sitting right here and I was like fuck it we was on a full out date 
Yeah, I enjoy that family. Shout out to them. Mm. <laughs> enjoy the family. Mm. Okay. Well, my Sick. my least favorite app is my favorite app, Instagram. Yeah. It's a dark hole. You know, I could just like, I literally, I know, but pause. I literally will just get on Instagram and then I look up and my battery started at like 90. It's 39 and I've wasted two hours of my life just looking and flicking through and now I feel bad about myself. And Well, now the iPhone fucking tells you how much time you've wasted on Instagram. Have you seen that? I don't want to turn that 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 notification on. No, yeah, it makes you feel like shit. No. No. What is the highest hours you've seen on your phone? For Instagram? Probably four hours. Really? (laughs) Really? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, is it a whole day? That's a whole day. Oh, yeah. I've been upwards about 19 hours. (laughs) See, I grew up... In one day? Yeah, because I was on... I mean, I was on... It from London when I woke up on the flight back from London. Oh, okay. Then, well, then landed, yeah. slept for like an hour, and then went like all again. But you wasn't on Instagram the whole time looking at. Are it. you crazy? I just checked my Instagram right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I run an online business, so mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I'm online all the time. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a it's a dark hole that you just like just tumble down into, and then you come up for air, and you're just like. Oh God! So, so what are you I looking can't. at on Instagram? What's putting you in this dark hole? I, it's just it's. I, well, it's I everything? will say though, you can't be so consumed with it though, because I, I we had talked on the show uh-huh. before when you were here. Uh-huh. Like I did fall into a depression because of social media. Yeah. I was too consumed with what everybody else was doing. Now I just check mm. to see like what does our engagement look like on Hollywood Online? What posts are doing better? Mm-hmm. How does the aesthetic look? I'll text my team. I you know updates whatever. But my team that does the social for Hollywood Online, like right now, Kelvin is standing in for. Uh, you know, Alyssa just had a baby. I know, so I know. So Kelvin is like standing in for her on with the line. And he's, she comes back to work tomorrow and he's like, I cannot fucking wait for her to come <laughs> back and take this social media. Because there's so many intricacies that goes into how we do our thing, when we're analytics and what kind of posts and virals and this and that. So uh, I just check in primarily to make sure that they're doing their thing. And yeah. then also to see if anybody told me to kill myself. Yeah. I think, you know what it is uh, for me, what starts to get, what starts to like weigh heavy on my chest is when I end up in a comment section, whether it's my comment section. And for the most part, the comments in on my page are very positive. Yeah. You know, like I have a really awesome community of people that follow me um, and they're respectful and, and, and nice and stuff like that. But every once in a while, I'll get somebody who just, you know, wants to troll me. Here's one thing that people like to say to me right now is because I went through this, you know, life altering situation where I almost died. Mm-hmm. This whole second chance at life thing. They are now the judge and jury as to how I should be living that second life. So I had so I just posted a picture of um myself in uh in a bathing suit the other day there's it's it ain't my crotch out it's not even a back shot you can't see ass cheek it is it is a clean lovely picture of a grown woman in a bathing suit she was paid to wear and i I got people talking about how it's sad that this is how you're using the the time that god gave you (laughs) what the are you talking about? Wait, what they said? It's what? sad. It's sad. <laughs> wait, that- wait, they said God gave you a second chance of life, and here you go. Yeah, here you're using you it now. for this and blah, blah blah. I'm just like, 
wow, on a totally different post, you know, you would be congratulating a woman who is developing multiple streams of revenue, <laughs> which all of us should have. We shouldn't just be counting on one stream of revenue because that's the trouble I found myself oh. in pre-car accident. Oh, when the Hollywood Unlock Instagram went down, it was Perez Hilton who texted me to say, I um, congr- when I came back, he mm-hmm. said, congratulations on your Instagram coming back. I hope that was a lesson that you need to have multiple streams of revenue. Yeah. I mean, he, he you know, that's the he led the he paved the way for this shit. Yeah. yeah. But I learned a lot because, yeah, we we we, we do become when we have a main source of income. Yeah. We become so focused on that. What I learned was now take some of that income and mm-hmm. start building more income. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, my whole thing now is I'm buying a house mm-hmm. or I'm getting a house. So when, mm-hmm. now when I get the house, I'm not going to give up my apartment. I'm going to Airbnb that. Yeah. Right. All the revenue that comes from that, just get another Airbnb and another, another. And so I have like 10. Yeah. Because I have a friend who has seven Airbnbs. He's making 25000 a month and, in just income. And, and, that, and traveling around the world taking photos. And that was part, <laughs> That's a, and that's amazing. You know, I that was part of the reckoning that I had to go through because, <sighs> you know, I'm I'm living off of the money that I you know that thank you all for like you know like the generous donations to whoever you know gave money to my GoFundMe but that was literally how I lived for almost a year paid the medical paid the medical bills mm-hmm. that I could pay and then also rent and food there was no shopping there was no nothing this was like bare bones living and I had to come to terms with the fact that Melissa you did yourself a disservice by not setting up you know streams of revenue maybe getting a little bit too comfortable in my chair there was a lot of enlightening that went on in this whole accident there process was, right it, it I had, mean, because clearly you are I will tell you, you are in your hustle your social media is amazing it's growing your, you know, you, I could tell it's had some profound impact and you could tell it had, it had to, it had to. And then, you know, part, you know, people emailing me and, and in my DMS telling me, you know, the source of inspiration that I've be- and motivation that I've become for them because I, you know, had this formidable, horrible thing happen. And I just decided to keep on going. That accounts for something. I feel a sense of responsibility to mm-hmm. continue to be that, you know, beacon of hope and source of inspiration and, and aspiration for young girls or just people in general. You know, anybody who's had to overcome something, you know, as 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 difficult as this was. So, you know, uh, but yeah, I'll get comments like that where, you know, like people will be like, you're wasting. There's the second chance that God gave you and, and you're sad. And bathing da-da-da. suit. How dare you? And I'm just like. But do you fire back? Because I'm going to tell you right now. Remember, I used to tell you, don't respond. Don't respond. Yep. Now, <laughs> I actually enjoy responding. Really? Yesterday, I told mm. I went on um, Cardi B's fucking Instagram, her uh-huh. and her and uh, her husband. Offset, shout out to them. She they posted their yeah, their clout. stuff for clout, mm-hmm. and she was on her knee, kind of squatting down in front mm-hmm. of him. And I said, "Y'all gonna fuck around and have another baby." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and her fans and his fans, people was commenting and tagging me, whatever. And I, I had to tell somebody, "You lowbrow bitch, don't you ever <laughs> message me with your goddamn eyebrows running together, looking low like bro. a whole goddamn Lord. yeah." You know, now I'm finding fun, just responding. Uh-huh. I don't do it all the time, but like if I get bored and I'm like have enough engagement on my page, I'll go do something to make people come after me, and then I'll respond. To you, it, it's it's changed for you. You know, back when you know first season of Love and Hip Hop, when they were coming for your neck because of the whole drink throwing incident, <laughs> you were you were really affected by the hatred that was thrown your I way. 
they had PTSD. Now this, now this shit is sport for you. <laughs> it's fun now. You huh? like it? You it bounces I, I off your I ain't back. Lie. If I don't have no, if I don't have no shit going down, I'll go create some shit. I'll See, go, don't be that guy. No, you know what I did. I posted. A, I post. I post things to make people talk because if they stop talking, that is the problem. But I don't want to get into the sick cycle of like we had talked about fame being a mm-hmm. drug. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not even talking about the fame part, just the attention or the engagement part mm-hmm. because I have found myself getting caught up in like if they ain't talking, I got to make them talk. Mm-hmm. Almost like some celebrities. If they ain't taking pictures, I got to go somewhere and make them want to take pictures. Like, yeah. I don't want to get caught up in that. Yeah. But social media really is. I said this on the breakfast. Club, I did. I think it's the devil. Yeah. But but without it oh my god like so yeah. yours is the comment section you issues with people coming at you you kind of like it though yeah i mean listen i had i i understand that in order to be at the top of what i'm what, of the game where i'm trying to go is that i have to create provocative conversation whether that's instagram whether that's a radio show whether that's an interview whether it's tv i walked into an interview with a guy on his my chest who said he would suck dick to save a music festival. I knew that would create a conversation. I thought it was funny. Because I live in my I live in my truth, so what can people say? You can say, oh, he's overweight, oh, he's gay. Okay, well, nigga, we already know all that. So what else? What yeah. else can you say? Mm-hmm. Hey, totally eight miles this situation. Yeah, the comment section is the deep dark hole I'm talking about. And I made a lot of observations about, you know, humanity over the last 10 months, too. Hmm. We're fucked. For me, the IG stories give me so much anxiety. Really? That's that's what it is Why? for me. If I'm going through somebody's story and they're this place, and then I go to your story because it just keep going. It's like nonstop. That I can't. I don't know why. For me, that overwhelms me. I hate IG stories. Yeah, see, not I for really me. Can't look through that. I've gotten over. Also, the other thing I have gotten over with Instagram, I don't know, like, like I don't. I'm at a, such a good place right now that I don't feel like I need to be anywhere than where I am, mm-hmm. wherever that is. If it's in London, if it's New York, because you're going places. No, but even if I wasn't going places, <laughs> we got on a flight to Tokyo before. Just yeah. got on a plane and just fucking went. Yep. So to go fucking snowboarding in the Japanese Alps. Yeah. And like in this year, I'm sure we're going to do a lot more travel. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I would say that it's not even just that. It's just I used to feel like, why wasn't I invited to that red carpet? Or why wasn't I invited to that event? Or why wasn't Mm -hmm. I on that yacht? Or Mm -hmm. why am I not? Like, fuck all that. Yeah. If I really want to go, I feel like anywhere now, I feel like I can go. But I just am happy where I am right now. Yeah. And social media. But I feel like a lot of what you said, though, is powerful because I feel like a lot of people feel like that. There's a lot of people, especially in this city. We all know everybody. So something to go on. Even I barely post my stories, but when I do, people are like, where are you at? Why you didn't tell me? And I'm just like, man, it ain't my place to tell you about this. I don't know. (laughs) But I've been that person too. Like, damn, what's going on? You didn't tell me about it. And it's like, it's a cycle. I'll Mm -hmm. tell you what I'm really big on now. If you don't support me in public, don't fuck with me in private. Mm -hmm. Don't even talk to me. Don't even call. Don't call me. Don't congratulate me. Don't text me. Don't say shit. If you ain't put put me on your Instagram, because I know how this shit works. Motherfuckers out here will have conversations with people in private and public like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, in private, like I ain't fucking with him. Like he messy or he this and that. But then you the same motherfucker trying to build this fake transactional relationship with me on the low. You may bring me some money or you may bring me a relationship, but that doesn't that's not going to work because mm-hmm. see now I need to know, nigga, are we really cool? If we really ain't cool. And honestly, I don't fuck with too many people now anymore. So, you know, I used to remember I used to, Nobody's be cool. I used to fuck with everybody. Yeah. She don't fuck with nobody. No. 
I used to try to Melissa we gotta go here Okay yeah I'm gonna go Then she would next morning Oh I fell asleep I know you don't wanna go I know you lied to me You yeah. just didn't wanna go Yeah I, it was so hard for me To explain to him Why I never felt pressed To go anywhere I, was I like, get it now I was like one day You're gonna feel the same way That I do But I've been in this business Too long to feel pressed To be anywhere To see anybody There's yeah. nobody That can make me move Like that Well no there's one person now Oh. <laughs> dude who goes to your gym what's his name my gym what's his name bird box dude oh my god he's a hot i'm sorry actor <laughs> what's this... his name oh i know you're talking about trevante Rhodes, right oh, yeah, oh, so he, yeah. Uh, i saw him, him in the bathroom at my gym and i was like all i can remember is he was in beyonce's video i didn't i remember i did no i i i he was on my radar as of uh for the movie Moonlight. Yeah. And I, he, he had the gold fronts. I was like, he is oddly fine. And then when I saw him in Bird Box, I was oddly. like, it's not odd at all. That mofo is fine. But I digress. We've got another Hollywood hookup for you guys. Yes. Rothy's. I am fascinated with these shoes for so many reasons. One, I am oftentimes wearing these. <laughs> yes, they are gorgeous, but they are also very painful. So I've got to swap them out for flats every once in a while. But I like to do, you know, kind of like double duty when it comes to, you know, my clothing, my shoes, the food, just anything, any experience that I have. And I like the fact that Rothy's is made of sustainable material. It's made from recyclable plastic. And I personally have a very big problem with the, you know, garbage dump that's in our oceans these days, Hello. you know, and marine life dying and stuff like that. So I like the fact that I'm actually actually contributing to getting rid of that problem. Rothy's. You're like A1 in my book. They're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on. That's right. There's a zero break-in period, which is very, very important. That's perfect. I, yeah. Do you guys know anything about the break-in period with shoes? I've seen it. Yeah. It's 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 no bueno. <laughs> it's it's no bueno. Um, so you avoid that here. One Yahoo editor recently called them the most comfortable flats that she's ever owned. Wow. And I would have to concur. So besides their sustainability, another major bonus is that they are fully machine washable. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <Stole> in. <laughs> That's a big deal for me. I don't know about you guys, but every time they need a refresh, you can simply just toss them into the washing machine and they will come out just like new. Quick smelling, and easy. yeah, smelling all nice and stuff. Ooh. So I want you guys to remember this. This is our Hollywood hookup. Right now, Rothy's has the amazing deal for all of you guys. Use the code UNLOCKED and you are going to get Free shipping and handling, no minimum purchase needed. That's right. Log on, go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com. And use the code UNLOCKED to unlock your free shipping and handling on no minimum purchase. Once you try these shoes that are super comfortable, stylish, and sustainable, you're never going to wear anything else. Head to rothys.com and claim this offer with code UNLOCKED. Woo. People dream to live these lives y'all living, right? To be able to turn down opportunities to go to these events. We've been in it so long. So I think people that listen to hear this perspective of it is kind of like bigger than we even know. Well, because they don't know how see-through and how transparent this industry is, how fake this person is, how people just try to use you over here. They don't get to see that. The reality of the situation is that life, especially in this city and this industry, is very transactional, like you oh, said. For, for you know what I'm sure. saying? So, but I didn't approach it that way at first. Mm -hmm. I really approached it like, if you like me and I like you, it takes a minute for you to figure friends. it out. Because yeah. where I come from, you that's how you get, get hurt. No, but see, nobody ever physically comes for me. They come for me in different ways, right? Mm -hmm. 
I would say to her, like, yo, let's do this. Or this person, this is the person. And she'd be like, mm-mm, no, mm-mm, they ain't doing it. No, they ain't going it. No. My, that's oh, my you, nightmare. Are you, are you, fuck tr- that. Are you friends with that person? Okay, mm, okay. I was very, what Cardi likes to say, you very mixy. She always said, <laughs> you, you real mixy. You are, you, she always tells me I'm mixy. So now I find myself with somebody be like, I ain't mixing. <laughs> you know, but... I used to think in the, when I got here, like where I'm from, if we cool, we cool. We're friends, and yeah. I, in my mind, I would say friends because now I get it. It's all transactional. Yeah. So if a motherfucker call me, what is it that you want? Let's yep. just get that out the way real quick. Yeah. And I think for the people listening, it's like high school, right? There's the popular Very kids, much so like that. and then there's the people that want to be popular, and then there's the loners, and then there's the people who are just overall. It's really like high school. Yeah. And so, it's very clickish. It's very like Melrose Place. It's very chatty, chatty behind your back. Yeah. And they, you know what? This is what I say the comparison between New York and LA. You know, New York, somebody will stab you in the heart and look you in the eye while they did it. In LA, they smile in your face and they stab you in the back. Like, that's this no, place. They, they're stabbing you in the back while they're smiling in your face. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, like, you be, just they reach the whole I, reach around. They be in thing. your face smoking hookah and texting somebody that you ain't shit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This is the first yeah. place where I've seen enemies go to brunch together and sit down and have a whole conversation. Because, I'm like, but none of y'all like each because other. Because my enemy's enemy is my best friend. I don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. But if collectively we hate that motherfucker, yeah, I can fuck with t- you for five minutes. I ain't gonna lie. When Nipsey died, I sat here and watched Instagram. And I saw so... I mean, let me Synthetic love. I don't know Nipsey. I never knew him personally. Mm-hmm. I called Karen Silva last week and I said, I'm really mad that I didn't... Remember we were fighting for his interview? Mm-hmm. I was really mad I didn't fight harder for that interview because now that I've watched his interviews play back, he's mm-hmm. so smart, mm-hmm. so like connected. Like mm-hmm. he was ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this because he's dead now. I'm saying this now out of frustration that I didn't do a better job of like really looking into who he was. And and, and I the other thing is I really didn't... I, I want to do be, a better job here of finding interviews and you were on this back in Mm -hmm. the day of finding interviews that actually really matter Mm -hmm. like really digging deep and paying attention to like if there's some people out there really saying some real shit that may not be magnified let's have those conversations because looking back over all of his footage Mm -hmm. i'm like he was so smart so ahead of his time so underrated and now when i look at all the people and i want to post that Mm -hmm. in celebration of him but i don't want to look like a cloud chaser because right now there's so many people like if anybody says this about Nipsey, so that like, did you ever even fucking like support him? Yeah. Like we went and support. We went to the opening of the marathon store. Our team, we shot the opening. That we went to when he had a pop up shop for his yeah. clothing line. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know him that well, but I was inspired by the fact that he was actually doing some positive shit. I'd ended up on a few panels with him, and uh, after one panel that was here in L.A. Um, I think he had a show that night. Well, he definitely had a show that night, so he'd invited me. So we ended up just like hanging this is and he you know what i noticed about him his protective instincts mm-hmm. and how respectful he was i, I don't know it, he, this is pre-lauren so i don't know who he was dating if he was dating anybody at the time i have no clue but my litmus test for guys is if they try me that's that's just always going to be my litmus test and he was so respectful he didn't not even a hint of whatever like you know what i'm saying inappropriate or trying to kick it to me he acted like big brother and guarded me from anybody even like trying me you know he just he was he was as good as people say he so really I recent, was i recently met somebody in the industry and i'm going to spare this person's name because where i met them was somewhere private mm-hmm. and out of respect for the, the people who hosted me where i met this person mm-hmm. um 
I'm not going to say the person's name, but the person was very, it really was like a disappointing meeting. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the person oh, wow. knew who I was. I don't mm-hmm. think they, I don't think they knew who I was because, but then again, you with social media and with the world and interviews, you know, you don't know who knows. Some people are really good at acting like they don't know, but I don't think this person knew who I was. But I went to say hello to the person, mm-hmm. and I reached out my hand, and I'm literally shaking this person's hand as he's continuing to walk. Yeah. So his feet is moving, <laughs> and my mouth is moving <laughs> at the same time. Mm-hmm. The Stockton in me almost grabbed his, almost pulled him into me mm-hmm. to say, motherfucker, why is my mouth moving and your feet are moving? <laughs> so I give you the no look that. Slow your fucking roll, because I will do that. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck who you are. But I didn't do it. But uh, I just said that to say, I remember when I first saw Nipsey, when I first was invited to cover something for, mm-hmm. me, for him, I remember Karen Civil reaching over to tell him who I was and how attentive he was to her mm-hmm. in understanding who he was getting ready to meet mm-hmm. and then how polite he was when we met. Mm-hmm. And then we took a photo and it was just a different thing than most people in the industry would be like, oh, who's that? Okay, what's up, man? How you doing? Mm-hmm. There's like no transfer of energy, no connectivity. Mm-hmm. It's just real, hey, what's up, what's up? But he was very in tune. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it, it, it was very, it's, I've been struggling with, I mean, it's had an impact on me, but I've been more just struggling with like how fake people are and it just continues to just revalidate my I don't want to fuck with these people well I mean I think that the reason another reason why you know I I get really annoyed with everybody talking about you know abusing the word clout my god yeah when I grew up clout meant something totally yeah it's just it's being abused and the the definition of it has completely been you know bastardized and whatnot but the reality of the situation is Regardless of whether you knew Nipsey or you didn't, it was a senseless death. It just was for somebody who was a contributing member of society. That's the bot. And he was young and he has young children. And we loved watching him and Lauren. They were just a couple goals for a lot of people. And they gave back to their own community. Mm -hmm. That's why people are still upset about it. It is something to be upset. And if you are not upset by it, well, then you are, you know, your sense of apathy is basically controlling your sense of humanity. And you might need to reevaluate the way you think. Well, I do know Lauren London and I will say somebody was going to, somebody was going to try her yesterday. They were, they were going to say something. What? Like Kodak Black? No, not, not that bad, but they were going to say something, you know, she's not my friend, but I know her Mm -hmm. and she's very, we're very friendly Mm -hmm. with each other. When we see each other, it's very, very respectful. I mean, she, she, when I see her, she always congratulates me on stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew her way before, uh, uh, Hollywood Unlocked. But uh, they were getting ready to try her, and I, I had to stop them. I said, "You know what? We are not. You ain't even. You're not gonna stand here and have this conversation with mm-hmm. me." They were gonna. They said something. It started with them saying, "Well, you know, you know, Lauren, she loved thugs because she's a fan of Tupac and because she was in love with Nipsey." I had shut that all the way down, and this mm-hmm. was a person trying to get conversation. Yeah, in front trying of to get something people. going. I was like, no, yeah. we're not gonna do that because I Lame. feel like whether they're celebrities or not. They're still people. They're human beings. I know. So we're going to show him some respect, and we're going to keep his legacy alive in a positive way. Yeah. Before we get out of here, uh, we should probably go get something to eat, but we definitely ain't stopping by Chick-fil-A. Y'all don't give a fuck what they say <laughs> about naming them America's favorite restaurant. You know, they don't it like... It is not a restaurant, people. And they don't like homosexuals. Did you know that? And they don't like to open on Sunday, so fuck them. They don't... You know they don't like... <laughs> You know they don't like homosexuals. Yeah, I heard all the strict yeah. church stuff they try to have going on. I'm yeah. hear that. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't been in a class action from their employees or somebody that's gay that's been denied a job 
because of the I mean I don't know are there gay people that work if you're a gay person that works at Chick-fil-A or know anybody please call me there is there is gay people that work at Chick-fil-A didn't Chick-fil-A. somebody try to really? you know like do on like a, a kind of public ban on them like somebody are we wearing saying, are we wearing Gucci I don't have any <laughs> I do alright but anyway mine's yeah. sitting in the closet man people but, but, but when do we bring it out the closet I don't know well, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm right not jumping out there well I'm out the closet on the next, I'm out on the next episode we will talk about cancel culture and how fucking ridiculous it is on, but I digress and on the next episode I will be dripped down in Gucci and you can say <laughs> what the fuck you want until oh, then we God. out America bye bye everybody <laughs>